This NFL Picks Week 5 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock sports market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. everybody to the sports gambling podcast. I am Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening. Kramer? They asked us back. We're yes. ba- back in beautiful Las Vegas. High definition. Ooh, yes. Uh, does, does great wonders for a couple of lookers like ourselves. Well, I mean, picks are beautiful where faces are beautiful. <laughs> First touchdown props are oh beautiful. God. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's start it off with a nice tout session. Ryan, Coming on a Monday night, what was it, 35 to 1? I mean, 35 to 1, Donald Parham Jr., XFL great. Uh, Just absolute dimes being multiple 35 to 1s. We had the 18 to 1. It's just, it's it's a nonstop streak. So (laughs) one's coming this weekend, so stay tuned. We'll, We'll give out some first touchdowns again. For the Thursday night game. Yeah, no. Uh, NFL picks, not amazing, but the, <laughs> the like in true D-Gen fashion, Ryan, the, the first touchdown player props have been bailing us out. And uh, like Ryan mentioned, we are here live at the Blue Wire Studios in the amazing win at Las Vegas. Came out here for the uh, G2E conference and also just, hey, we're in <laughs> Vegas. Let's let's head over to the win bet. Let's get down a little action. After all, it is the NFL Week Five. Oh man! If you're not in Las Vegas, if you're not hanging out at the win, you're missing out. But don't worry, they can bring the win to you via the Win Betting app. Just go to wynnbet.com. Get in on that one thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Again, in-game wagering. Player props, they got you covered for uh, anything you want to bet on. WinBet has you covered. Hashtag digits only. Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. WinBet has what you need to win. W-I-N-N-B-E-T.com. L-F-G. All right, Kramer, let's do it. This is the week where we right all the wrongs previously of our... Whoa. Uh, and clearly my picks have been worse of the two, but 
We're going to turn things around. Double lock. I'm calling it right now. Let's go. We're giving out two locks. I like it. I like what you're doing. This is a, when, when things are going bad at the blackjack yes. table, what do you do? You start playing two hands Apply at the same pressure, time. A little pressure, mix it up. That is always my favorite part of the Vegas trip is seeing Kramer play two hands of blackjack at the same time. Well, I'm bored. hundred dollar table. <laughs> I mean, at some point you got to juice it up. And for a guy like me, who's hitting 35 to one yeah. bangers, got to yeah. give a little back to the wind bet. They've been great enough. Uh, you know, nice enough to host us here. We got to We got to give a little bit back. I'm pretty good at giving it back uh, craps table too. So I'll, yeah. I'll see you. I'll see you later. Dennis. We'll see the craps table uh, later. And, and uh, if you're watching live on YouTube, feel free to hop in the chat. We'll answer uh, some of the questions as well as we go along here before we get into the picks, make sure we want to shout out propswap.com where you can buy and sell real sports bets. I'm sitting on my Jalen hurts MVP <laughs> no, waiting so. for it to skyrocket in value, Ryan. And when it does, I'm going to head over to propswap.com, list it uh, right now. It's, it's not amazing value. I, I still, I'm still holding out hope. I like my Jalen hurts MVP ticket more than I like my Nick Sirianni coach of the year. I should have sold the Nick Sirianni coach of the year after week one, when it was at its highest over at uh, propswap.com. head over there buy. And it's, it's a perfect way to connect with the wind. You, you get some, you're visiting Las Vegas. You head over to the wind, get some tickets. And then when you're at home and you see it skyrocketing value, head over to propswap.com, list it and get paid. All right, let's get into the picks Kramer and a special guest. We will be joined by Joe fan. He is the co-host of bet to win here on a blue wires podcast network, obviously a, you know, part of the wind bet family. So we're, he's going to be joining us later on the show. Give out his own lock dog and tease. What you're saying is that much like Jalen hurts, we're, 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 we're in his house. So we must be paying rent tonight because <laughs> rent, rent, is a, rent is a little overdue. Jalen hurts. I love you. Rent is due every day. I feel like we have 20 straight days of missed payments. Let's get back on a payment plan Sunday, Thursday night. The Los Angeles Rams couldn't have been a look ahead last week, mm. Sean, because they would have been a close your eyes special had they been a dog. They're not. They're laying two and a half in Seattle, plus one twenty-five for the Seahawks, minus one forty-five for the Rams. Fifty-four and a half is the total. I got to be honest; it's not often we see uh, Seattle as a dog at home. It's not often we see Russ Wilson in a prime time spot as a dog. Period. Russ, 19 and three straight up in prime time and nine and zero straight up in Thursday night football. Chris Carson could be out. Yeah. Not looking good for Chris Carson. And uh, you know, the last nugget I'll throw out before you tell me what you like here is that when you look at the box score last week, a little concerning to see that Seattle was outgained by over 200 yards in a victory that, that feels like a big time circle regression, but I can't look away. I mean, we said the rash had cleared up. We said it's safe to come back to Russ. He's obviously good on short rest, nine and zero on Thursday night football. But and the numbers even telling us take yeah. the two and a half late, take the two and a half. But is this not why? I mean, obviously Sean McVay was thinking ahead of Cliff Kitchens Kingsbury. Well, I, I don't and even wanted, know if it this was... is the game. This is the rivalry game. This has been the rivalry. They always I... look past the Cardinals. Well, and, and I don't even know. You no, know, well, because they they were four and zero, I think previously, or at least Kyler was zero and four against the Rams before that game that they got the monkey off their back Cardinals, but I don't even know if it was them looking ahead to Seattle. I think it was more just a, a letdown spot in general coming off that massive. Again, we saw, we saw Sean McVay just shaking with energy after, after that win. And it was just tough to get up again. 
Although we do see a trend. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it does seem like teams who have a Thursday night game coming up don't do amazing uh, against the spread. I'm going to ignore that trend when we talk about the Eagles, but it does seem to be an interesting spot. Russell Wilson is a home dog like that angle, but man, matchup wise, it's tough to not like the Rams and the Rams always, yeah, these NFC West teams, the Rams always seem to have the Seahawks number. I mean, they came into, into Russell Wilson's house. Granted, there were no fans, but Jared Jared Goff, well, and, and what was the other kid's name? Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> Wolford? Yeah, or whatever Wofford, his name. Wofford. Wofford, who got you know, taken away in an ambulance uh, in, in the first quarter. Have we seen J- him again? And this is how bad I was on a wild card weekend. Like, Wofford got taken away in an ambulance, and then Jared Goff comes in on the road with a broken thumb and beats the Seahawks. There were no fans. That was part of it. But this Seahawks team, I still think, isn't right. I mean, we or I had the Seahawks. But I, I felt fortunate to get that win against the 49ers. Like they, I think the Rams' defensive line, in particular Aaron Donald, is going to have a field day here. I don't think Seattle's uh, defensive backfield can hang with the Rams. And, and we've seen that high-powered offense. I think they get back to uh, schedule here, and I think Rams cruise here. Give me the Rams lane two and a half. It, so my instincts say to do the same thing. I mean, it's, it's a bounce-back game for the Rams. The, the Seahawks, they overperform. They're going to regress. Everything tells me to take the Rams here, so I'm going to do it, Sean. I think, I, think, uh, I think there's something wrong with this Seahawks team, which is why Russ was so upset in the offseason. And I know that I'm potentially risking my future going back to the sweet, sweet Russell, <laughs> Russell Wilson experience. The rash is gone. I think he's cleared up. I don't think there's any more disease, but I'm still staying away. Because I, I think I've realized as a person, I looked in the mirror and said, it might not be good for me to bet on Russell Wilson every week. Well, and, and for me, it's more a bounce back spot about the Rams and uh, them showing up in Seattle than it is necessarily even, even what Seattle's going to do. What, what's the uh, sneaky captain in the showdown lineup? Oh, man. That is, uh, I, I really think it's Robert Woods. He, he seems to be the squeaky wheel that's going to get some grease Thursday night. That secondary has been beat left and right. Deshaun Jackson has a big game. Throw him in mm. the captain's seat. I like that play. All right, Van Jefferson coming off a career high in catches as well. Another reason to take D-Jax. All right, let's head to Sunday where we get the beautiful, beautiful. Oh, London. London football where they gave the folks of London uh, this is a <laughs> matchup for the ages. The New York Jets coming off a Super Bowl where they dumped Gatorade on their coach. Take on the Atlanta Falcons, who somehow did not cover the game last week by letting McKissick oh my score God. a late garbage touchdown. Uh, if this not this is an ultimate, like I don't care where this game is being played, I don't care anything. Nothing matters here except for the fact that the Jets poured Gatorade <laughs> on their coach. You is always that- want to fade the team coming off the Gatorade dump, with the exception of when you win the Super Bowl. Any other time they're dumping Gatorade, you want to fade them. Zach Wilson has just not been a good quarterback away from the friendly confines <laughs> of MetLife Field. So I, I don't think this, this I, I don't care where this is being played. And if anything, I'll give the nod to Matt Ryan and a more veteran Atlanta team for knowing how to prepare for this kind of strange trip. Any chance Zach Wilson's mom came along as a chaperone? Because I don't know if she has <laughs> she the wants, best. She wants to keep an eye on what's, uh, what the boys are doing across the pond. No, you're right. I mean, Matt Ryan hasn't played well in London, but at least he's played in London. At least he knows what he's getting into. And I mean, we have an opportunity to fade the Jets coming off a victory. Like how often do we have that where the Jets have won a game? We have an opportunity to fade them. 
Jets are missing both their safeties, so I think Kyle Pitts is going to have a big game. I think Calvin Ridley uh, is going to have a big game over the middle. So I, I guess the counterpoint is, should the Falcons be favored against any team? Yes, the Jets. Okay, yeah, it, do, it does seem like the Jets coming off a win is Trick the one question. time. It is neutral field, so you're saying on neutral field, the Jets are three-point better. That feels a hair high still. I, I don't know how you can take the Jets here. You can't take the Jets. And, and I think even if you watch the Tennessee game, Tennessee played horrible and they still, uh, they were in that game. They were in that game and it took a I couple. Mean they were, it, if, if Rabel wasn't so soft, which again, he's, he's put his manhood on the line. <laughs> I don't know if I'm really going to call him soft, but I, I feel like I have to playing for the tie is a soft move in the NFL. Uh, I agree. And, but again, coming back to it, jets dump Gatorade last week. Generally uh, teams who dump Gatorade aren't playing the week after because they've won the super bowl. <laughs> Uh, Falcons, uh, I think the Falcons may roll. And yes, Sean, I will be up watching this game because, of course, Formula One is back this weekend, baby. So we're going to be, God's Eye is going to be doing a rare football racing uh, double. And by the way, a uh, shout out to the YouTube j- chat, uh, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Sean, someone tried to bring up baseball. And, and oh, I appreciate, come on. appreciate the chat. Someone said you can go <laughs> listen to the MLB gambling podcast there you if you go. want to talk baseball right now. Grown men are doing work. Let's move on <laughs> to the normal kickoff slate. 10 a.m. on the West Coast. Miami heads to Tampa where the Bucks are laying 10, minus 500 on the money line, plus 400 for the Dolphins. 48 is the total. I know we're out on this Dolphins team. I told myself I wasn't going to do it. I said no more Miami. You, they keep getting their ass kicked. What are you doing, Sean? Jacoby Brissett isn't good. You're living in denial. Yeah. It, it, the, the, my relationship with the Dolphins is hilarious because I talk so much trash on them preseason and then and Tua yeah, got hurt and it changed everything. And then Tua got hurt and all of a sudden the Dolphins are my team. Almost. I want the Dolphins to be great just to show the Dolphins fans how bad Tua is. And now Jacoby Brissett comes <laughs> in and he almost looks worse than Tua. I'm saying almost, I'm still holding on to it. When this team transferred to Sean Watson, they might win the Super Bowl. Now the, the Miami defense isn't as good as I thought they were going to be. It was weird because I didn't think they were going to be amazing. I thought because of the turnover aggression, that was kind of my take going into the season. Now they, they had some turnovers early, but now they're a little banged up and the defense just doesn't look as good. Um, but you look at the other side, like you look at this bucks team. I mean, Richard Sherman was getting legit minutes for the Tampa Bay bucks. Their secondary is, is super banged up. That has to be a pretty emotional win for Tom Brady. Well, let's not forget Tampa with a big look ahead spot. Philly on deck, Sean. I'm sure Tom Brady Thursday. Is, Tom Brady is looking for revenge there. I, I, I just think 10 points seems a bit high. Now, again, I'm crazy for always uh, taking the Dolphins, but man, how do they how do they not keep it to 10? You know, Brady's still dealing without Gronk. Their offense didn't look amazing. Now, granted, they were on the road, it was sloppy weather. Maybe this is a get right game. I, I think they're actually going to slow the game down a little bit on our uh, DFS podcast. Adam uh, Pelletier w- rostered for net on the DFS show and, and Godwin. I, yeah. And I, and again, interesting angle to, to have the receiver and running back. But I think with no geo Bernard, it seems like Fournette is the guy and I could see them just giving Fournette the ball a ton in the same way that Jonathan Taylor kind of carried this Colts team to an ugly win uh, against the Dolphins. I could see Fournette doing the same thing. And really, I, I just think the secondary 
of the uh, of the Bucks is bad enough that they're going to be able to make it a game at ten points. Again, I I think Mike Gesicki has a huge game here. So, oh man, I'm taking the Dolphins one more time plus ten. It's a lot of points, and I think unlike some other teams, the Dolphins aren't trash. I think the yes. Dolphins played a, a desperate, a very desperate team last week in the Colts, who hadn't won a game yet. And things just didn't go well. And this Dolphins team isn't going to play well from behind. That's the part that scares me here. But uh, in a weird way, there's there, uh, this Tampa team, at some point we're going to realize, that, A, they have the target on their back, but the point spread at some point becomes too much, and you start to see they don't cover those big numbers. We saw it even last year, right? Well, yeah. and Bad and teams were covering against the Bucks with the big numbers because I don't know if there's that motivation to get the cover done. Uh, in a 10 point spot here. So, well, yeah. And again, maybe playing down in Florida, that might throw off some teams. Miami's not going to get rattled by it. I, I, I think Flores can make this a game. So yeah. Give me Miami plus 10. Uh, we might, in, in some ways we might have to quit Miami, uh, for maybe a week. Uh, it does. It does feel a little, why bit do like I keep picking them? We go back to the, cause it's so many points. So, so big. We still think, I think the problem is your, I think we may be overvaluing their defense. Um, but I'm with you. I'm going to jump on the Dolphins as well. This this isn't exactly a game I'm, I'm dying to bet, Sean. So if, if we were the other show, we'd be passing yeah. here maybe. <laughs> maybe we'd have a lean or two. All right, let's move on. Next game, another 10 a.m. kick here on the West Coast. Philly, your Eagles head to Carolina where the Panthers are laying three and a half, minus 185 on the money line, plus 165 for the Birds. Total sits at 45. Uh, Carolina today traded for uh, Gilmore from the yeah. Patriots. Sounds like he's completely healthy. Sixth round pick. That's Weird. all it took. Some bad blood maybe uh, up there in New England. Who knew what, what, what was going on there? This Carolina team certainly seems like they're loading up. The line uh, in this one is puzzling to me. Uh, it certainly indicates I should be looking to lay the three and a half. This, uh, this Eagles team has shown me nothing. Uh, the coaching uh, is not making uh, adjustments properly. The defense does not seem organized. Uh, you can't give up 40 points back-to-back weeks in the NFL and, and, and say it's, 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 it's anything more than effort and energy and preparedness. Well, it, it's crazy. I mean, when, since Brandon Graham went down, the defense has really fallen apart. I, I still blame Jonathan Gannon for the schemes and, and the reasons why it's falling apart. But if, if you recall, they, they let up six points on the road against the Falcons, who, again, not a high-powered offense. Clearly, they're not a great team. But holding a team to six points on the road is pretty good. Then they held the 49ers to 17 points. And then back-to-back games, letting up 40 points. Obviously, they played better offenses in those games. But it's kind of crazy how, the, how, how they've fallen off here. Sounds like Christian McCaffrey will be back. And, and our linebackers, I mean, Wilson is one of the lowest-graded linebackers in PFF. He's been a complete disaster. And I, I don't think it's all talent, though, because we, we had a lot of these guys last year, and the defense was not this bad. Lane Johnson's still out. It doesn't seem like he's, he's going to play. That's huge. Uh, he's not even in the building. No, he is in the building. Uh, Jordan Mailata is back uh, practicing, so maybe he goes. I, I think really the only way that we get a win here is if we turn over Sam Darnold. And I, and I think that's a legit possibility. Doable. I I really hope Jonathan Gannon. Hey, also Jonathan Gannon. And I mentioned this on the DFS podcast. I'm going to mention it on every podcast. I'm on till the end of time. 
Jonathan Gannon admitted that they don't have a dime defense. How do you admit that and still a defensive coordinator in the NFL? How do you say we don't have a dime defense? Why do you say, oh, we don't feel like it's a good matchup for us? Why don't you lie? Yeah, I mean, especially with the way that – I mean, look at defenses in the NFL right now. It's Madden. You're putting four or three defensive linemen, and you're dropping everyone back. So The only thing that we have going for me, Ryan, is the ref report. God bless Munaf Manji oh, and no. his ref report over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Sean Hockley, in his last 17 games – 13-3-1 against the spread for road teams. You, really? may, you may remember I had this nugget last week when he was refing the Cardinals-Rams game. 4-0 so far this season for the away team. Let's that's, go. That's pretty wild. Yeah. You, you think he's got some juice on the game? That, there's something there, right? How does it happen 13-3-1? Maybe he just likes uh, you know, pissing off the home fans. I Here's my take on this game. I, I think historically, if we're, if we're using like, we're still early enough in the season where maybe preseason bias is setting in and the Eagles, I, I just, my problem with the Eagles is that, that when they break down, they break down in a horrible way. And this Panthers offense, why can't they do the same thing? And if anything, they have a much better defense than the teams that the, the Eagles have faced the past two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the, the I'm 49ers not, not defense the, is pretty solid, I think. Well, even the teams that they gave up the 40 points to. Yeah, that's true. And, and so I, I think there's not, like, if, you, if I were to say, Sean, how do the Eagles win this game? I don't think they win in a track meet. I think it's got to be some form of weird, low-scoring game where the, the, the Eagles have some big, like a big special teams or defensive play, uh, and Darnold is somehow shook, like they're in his head. Uh, again, betting indicators telling me I'm going to take the Panthers laying the three and a half points here because I think this defense is just broken. I just don't think they're organized. And I, I don't think you're going to be able to correct it in a week. Yeah, I need to punish them. Give me Carolina <laughs> minus three and a half. Or, Ryan, is it the ultimate reverse jinx? Yeah. I am so cold. I'm the only thing that can jumpstart this Eagles offense. You are comically cold, but uh, it's not very often that you pick against the Eagles, so I'm just going to relish it. Just going to enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy while it's here. Next up, New Orleans heads to Washington, where the football team is plus two, plus 115 on the money line. New Orleans minus two. I'm sorry. New Orleans minus 135. 44 is the total. I initially thought that I might be interested in Washington. Obviously, I have Gibson in my DFS lineup. Yeah. I might be looking to make a swap in that one because the injury report, the, this, this uh, what do we used to call them? The dead skins. And they yeah. are dead right now. They are injured. They are banged up. This is a bad spot for them. Sean Payton coming off a loss. As they're a favorite. Be, they're yeah. going to be focused. Not, a, not just a loss. They were winning that game. They were embarrassed by one of the worst teams in the NFL at home. If not for the uh, heroic performance of Daniel Jones, <laughs> this would be a team sitting pretty. But I don't think Jameis Winston has been a problem. He, he does look scared to throw the ball down the field. <laughs> what did, what did uh, Sean Payton do to Jameis Winston? I, I just imagine a, a scene like Clockwork Orange where they have Jameis Winston's eyes pulled back and he's just watching horrible videos of him throwing interceptions and John Payton's there going like, never again, never again. I mean, simpler theory, he couldn't see that far last year, so he <laughs> thought his guys were open. Well, you mentioned the Antonio Gibson injury, and I do think that's huge. He's a big part of their offense, but so is Logan Thomas. I mean, Logan Thomas is their guy. I, I think the fact that they only have Terry McLaurin as their only legit healthy weapon, I think is good for the saints defense. And the saints team is uh, what they were 
two and one on the road with that one weird loss to the Panthers. They've looked really good on the road. I, I mean, one was that neutral field game. Honestly, more long term, they've been a better road team than they've, they they've quietly gotten better as a road team. I, I like Sean Payton, twenty three and fourteen against the spread after losing as a favorite. Saints minus two feels like a great spot. Here, here's what worries me. Ron Rivera has a familiarity with this division. We used to love taking Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, against against yeah. his against this Saints team on what? The long grass of Carolina. That's the only thing that concerns me, but I think Logan Thomas, too big of a weapon. Yeah, the Logan Thomas thing swung it for me. And J.D. McKissick, who I threw out in the DFS show, I, I think now that it looks like Antonio Gibson might not play, I mean, if you're not practicing on Wednesday, usually a bad sign. J.D. McKissick could get an insane workload. And, and maybe he's too chalky to even consider uh, if, if Gibson is ruled out, but McKissick is uh, he's a sneaky fantasy guy. And I think, honestly, I, I might look to play a Kamara McKissick stack. I think this game could be sneaky high scoring. I think, I, I, so we're both on the road team here. Yes. Nice. Let's go. I'm agreeing with you, which is either bad or bad. <laughs> Tennessee heads to Jacksonville, Jacksonville coming off Thursday night football. They almost got it done. Sean, they did cover. Uh, we almost hit a first touchdown there. Hilariously. We didn't hit first touchdown because James Robinson went in. Then we saw Trevor Lawrence run in. Then we yeah. saw Joe Burrow run in called back to penalty. And then I think Trevor Lawrence ran another. So we in. got the QB touchdowns. We just didn't get them as the, uh, the first Tennessee one. is laying four minus 200 on the money line plus plus one seventy for the home Jags. 48 and a half is the total. Uh, obviously we have the urban Meyer news, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, as the league turns, that this is, is a disgusting act. Yeah, I mean, first of all, here's the deal. If you're you, going to be a man, like, I get it. You used to talk to college kids. <laughs> but as someone who's a coach myself, <laughs> oh, you got to be accountable. And if you're going to come uh, to your team and have a serious talk about how you fucked up and you want to take accountability, you don't do that position group by position group. <laughs> yeah. You don't address the media with your shoulders slouched, looking down like you just shit yourself in class. He had to do another round of apologies. That's when you know it's bad. And again, normally I would take, I would like the spot of the Jags home dog, right? Because, hey, they're, they're all in four, but they've been hanging in these games. They get the extra rest coming off the Thursday night game. This is a show-up spot for the Jags. Titans after a dream crusher game losing to the Jets. But I do think the Urban Meyer thing throws a, a loop for it. And it looks like AJ Brown, he was limited in practice. I think he's going to go. Yeah. And if AJ Brown can go, we saw what this Jaguars passing defense, they are, uh, they're really in trouble. I mean, even Ferkser, who I think Adam also mentioned maybe on the DFS show, we saw what Uzuma did. Um, I just don't see how this Jags defense slows down. And we haven't even mentioned Derek Henry. Uh, I, I think Derek Henry could have himself a game here down in Jacksonville. So I, I think you got to take the Titans minus four just because when your entire team is laughing at you, someone had a great quote about they, you know, in these, in these divided times, he got 53 grown men to come together and laugh at him. That is culture building. They are on one page right now in Jacksonville. And that is our coach is a complete joke. So I think that, how are they going to get up for this game? Uh, it's a tough look too, because how many guys are now on that? You know, Saturday night, like, well, if coach is going out chasing, I might as well. And, and quietly, to make an actual serious point, I know we don't do this a lot on the show, Ryan, but mm. quietly, I think him deciding not to take the flight home with the team 
That to me is almost worse, I think, for the players in the players' eyes. He took a couple days off to clear your head. This is the National Football League. The only time you're getting your head cleared out is when you're in the concussion protocol. Like, yeah. come it, on, you, you can't take days it, off. It shows you. And it shows weakness. It shows, like, I can't handle this. Heart palpitations incoming for Urban Meyer. I get it. The NFL's insane. It's super tough. But to say, like, hey, I need to take a me day, you don't have that in the NFL. Yeah, unfortunately, unlike in college where he was on, he was in his throne, and he was the king, and he could do whatever the F he wanted to. Yeah. Uh, everyone starts in the same place. And, and honestly, like, how often do you see an owner uh, chastise a grown <laughs> man like this? I mean, he, yeah. I think he, he probably uh, had one he just hired. I think the statement only comes out because the apology was so, so poor in the building. Yeah. I, I don't think the owner gives him that. And, and so to your point, like how this matters on the field, I, I do think it matters unless the team says, fuck this guy, let's go put some good tape out there. Uh, and maybe the James Robinson well, personal angle. but I'm going to take you a one layer deeper. We talked about this with Trevor Lawrence. We talked about the red flag and that him choosing to avoid going to his childhood program of Tennessee because he might have to be the guy to shoulder the load of transforming a program. He didn't want to do that. He chose Clemson. I'm not going to hold that against him, but now he's in the NFL version of Tennessee, and he's going to have to be the guy who shoulders the burden. Yeah. And I, I don't see Trevor Lawrence as the kind of guy that is tough enough to do that. So uh, I don't really care what's going on here. To me, this is nothing more than just fading the Jags in this spot. It's gross. Everyone's on to the Titans. Uh, there's probably, you know, who knows? Jags will get two defensive touchdowns. Something weird will happen. One quick nugget. Yeah. Lay it on me. And actually, you know what? Let me flip my pick because I'm going to lean into this nugget this week. Teams, oh, you're going to take the Jags? Oh, teams? No, no, I'm taking Tennessee. Sorry, okay. this, this, I'm backing up the Tennessee pick. Teams, <laughs> I, I'm all over the place. Teams on the second game of a back-to-back -back road spot. That's happened 14 times this year. 12-2 and two against the spread. 12-2 and two straight up. I don't know. Is Maybe it, it's a little bit of a headache to be around the house. The wife, the stress of the protocols, maybe the school. It's maybe just home fields getting uh, too much credit. That's my, the my, my theory. That's the is, only thing that makes sense. We said fans are back. Let's over adjust. And, and especially in this spot and all that's happening is that road team is crushing. So let's take the road team. Let's take Tennessee. Next up, another 10 a.m. kick. Detroit heads to Minnesota where Minnesota minus nine and a half, minus 425 on the money line. The Lions plus 325. 49 is the total. Detroit's been frisky. At home. Minnesota, a good, traditionally good home team. They laid an egg. Not often they lay an egg at home. Zimmer certainly mm. took his frustration out on someone. Hopefully it was that stuffed uh, bear <laughs> over his desk. Uh, here we go. It, it's nine and a half points. Guess what, Sean? Yeah. It, guess who al also is in a back-to-back -back road spot? The Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. You so, know, I, I, I love the spot. And in DFS, I was all over the Vikings. I think they're going to be able to put up a, a ton of points, but the Vikings have had their own issues on defense and at nine and a half for a division game, that just seems crazy to me. I, I mean, I, I, I thought it would be around seven, even seven and a half. I could probably talk myself into it. Too many points for the garbage, man. Well, and, and the lions, they let up a ton of deep shots to, to Mooney. They made Justin Fields look really good. But I, I, again, I think this is going to be kind of a shootout, which you don't imagine for an NFC North game. 
it certainly is a Vikings bounce back spot. I feel pretty good putting them in a teaser maybe, or, uh, or maybe even playing them in your survivor. The Vikings are 34 and 22 against the spread at home since 2014. So they are a team that bounces back, but nine and a half is the perfect number for this lions team. Cause they can be down 14 and we can see it in the very similar way. We saw them lose at home and almost backdoor the uh, 49ers. They actually did backdoor week one, depending on uh, what you got it. I think we got to take the Lions here plus nine and a half, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know how you don't take the Lions. It's a lot of points. Yeah. Uh, I know the Vikings have looked good at times, but divisional spot, uh, nine and a half. They're telling you. They're, they're saying, please bet Minnesota. It's not 10. Oh, Ryan. You know what we're talking about? Keeps. That's right. I'm out in Vegas trying to keep all the money I can. Don't want to lose everything. But you know what I have control of? I guess I have control of whether or not I lose all my money. But we'll see. We'll we'll let the blackjack table decide that. But I'm also trying to keep my hair. That's right. Keeps. Convenient hair loss treatment. Starting at just $10 a month. They got generic versions. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Call them the Alabama of hair loss treatment. Tons of five stars. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to six months, so make sure you act fast and head over to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's right. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash SGP. Get your first month free. Keeps.com slash SGP. While you're hanging on to your hair, you also want to hang on to your cash. Big wireless. They're trying to trying to turn you over they're trying to take all your money i mean look at your phone bill right now what is it 200 150 bucks mint mobile they're delivering you a premium high-speed wireless experience at only 15 dollars a month i mean come on unlimited talk and text and high-speed data i remember back in my day you had to pay 15 cents for a text message not with mint mobile plus they have you covered with their seven day money back guarantee again you can keep your phone Keep your phone number. Again, plans starting at just $15 a month. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month. Time for a little uh, smoke break. That's right, Ryan. We have an official bong here at the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh. New sponsor. It's called the Freeze Pipe. Wow. Pretty awesome, and uh, basically, if you're a you know weed smoker, bong uh, smoker, whatever you know, you uh, it's smoking my weed. That is a very nice glass piece. They hooked us up with one. It's pretty cool. You put it in the freezer, and so the uh, I, it's basically you freeze that little chamber. It's yeah. uh, glycerin, and it's mm. it's frozen, and then the smoke goes through it instantly cooled by over 300 degrees. That is a smooth, smooth bong hit wow. or a pipe hit, whatever you want. It's genius. It really is. I mean, I remember back in the day when I was uh, Penn state making some bongs and you would have, you would fill up your bong with ice, but now, oh man, the future is here and it's over at the freeze Use that promo code SGP 10% off your order. That's right. Thefreezepipe.com. And they sent oh, over shit. the copy, Ryan, and it just <laughs> says, example ad read. Weed is awesome. 
Couldn't agree more, but you don't want to burn your throat and your lungs. Get the freeze pipe, baby. So stone cold. 10 a.m. The Denver Broncos, they head to Pittsburgh where the Pittsburgh Steel is Big Ben starting. Is the Butler, aka Teddy Bridgewater. This, this is one of the harder games to pick because Teddy Bridgewater currently is in the concussion protocol. Big Ben is uh, complaining about his hip injury, so God knows how he got that. I I don't know what to make of this game, and I I, I feel like he, here's I, I need like a decision tree. Okay. Let's if Teddy Bridgewater is starting and Big Ben is starting, then you got to take the Broncos. But if Teddy Bridgewater is starting and Mason Rudolph. I, I still think you take Bridgewater, uh, but I think the formula we're gonna get. What does this number tell you? I, I think this is Mason Rudolph starting. Yeah. Oh, and, and Drew Locke. Yeah. We're gonna see Drew Locke, Mason Rudolph, aka the worst case scenario. Defense I think you, first defense. Yes, I think you have to take a Pittsburgh here simply because this Pittsburgh defense against Drew Locke. A guy who's really turnover prone. We saw him come in against that Ravens defense. That was at home. Now, granted, they'll have the the full week of practice. Judy, he doesn't have him back. Um, he's still missing some of his other weapons there. I just think they're really going to struggle to move the ball. And they put in Mason Rudolph, and he can just not turn the ball over. Just dink and dunk to Najee Harris, hand the ball off to Najee Harris. I think that's a game plan for the Steelers to win. What am I missing, Kramer? I think let's let's reference the 2019 season where the defense uh, and Mason Rudolph got them to eight and eight. Feels like it could be a similar year to that. And what do they do? They win their home games. And in a tight game that's going to be contested between two really good defenses, I think they they figure out a way. Tomlin figures out a way to to get it done. And I think it's purely for me. I'll take the Steelers versus Drew Locke. Yeah. Uh, over whatever Denver can do to Mason Rudolph, because I think it's going to be a lot of Najee Harris. I think it's going to be a lot yeah. of Deontay Harris around the line of scrimmage. I think it's going to be a gross, ugly game. I'm surprised the total is above 38, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Not a totals guy. A uh, lot, a lot. I mean, if you had to guess, where's the money coming in? Oh, that's what worries me. It's coming in on the Steelers. Vic yeah. Fangio fired up uh, about <laughs> about Harbaugh and his the, the, his the Harbaugh fa- uh, Fangio a debate was pretty funny in the press conference because if you missed it, uh, Fangio they asked uh, <laughs> they asked what he thought about uh, uh, the uh, Ravens running up the rushing record. Like basically they had 39 games in a row of getting uh, 100 yards rushing or more. They could have just kneeled it out. Instead they ran like a QB sweep with Lamar Jackson, who then kneeled it down once he got the record. Which is kind of a defeats the point of the record, and uh, you know they asked Fangio about. It. He's like, "Oh yeah, I think that's kind of a ass asinine move, but I expect it from those guys." Blah blah. blah. They clearly and, don't care about player safety. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, do you care about Lamar's safety? You just tried to tackle him the entire game, uh, the Broncos. But then <laughs> Harbaugh comes back and he's like, "Yeah, I don't even know why they're throwing the end zone. Uh, is there a sixteen point play?" That I'm unaware of. I I, I like the I like the cattiness. We we need like a real house uh, house husbands of the NFL guys just dishing on each other. It's just like two guy two two guys with rocks for heads smashing into each other. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to be on the public side here. <laughs> I, yeah, Sorry, so. it was just a great time to uh, play this uh, music. Like thing. sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our league. It would be funny if uh, next time they saw each other, he just he threw like a gla- uh, threw a drink in Harbaugh's face as he stormed off. 
How dare you go for a rushing record in my house, in front of my family? John said they were on good terms. <laughs> Will Vic and John ever speak again? Next time oh. on the NFL. Oh, days of our league. Ah, it's so funny. We're turning it. Everything's reality TV. I think we're going to be on the chalky side, but let's lay the points with the Steelers. Yeah. Steelers is the, uh, I mean, that defense is still pretty solid. And, and that defense kept them in the, in the uh, Green Bay game for the most part. I, I, they, they got robbed of that blocked field goal. And again, they, their offense was just so horrible. I, I, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe the offense will actually be worse with Mason Rudolph. I just don't believe it. Like, guys were open. There were makeable short throws, like with no A dot. I mean, I, I want to bet a side bet on, you know, Mason Rudolph's A dot being like four and a half yards and taking the under. Because it's going to be an ugly game. D- does Denver uh, look ahead at all to Las Vegas? No, no, I don't think so. That was the only. Oh, other may- maybe. But what? what it, I mean, the Steelers. Also, the Steelers are just a a desperate team, right? Like. Oh, there's more desperation, and if anything, you can make the argument that Denver has. Uh, Denver is is you know ready for a letdown spot. Honestly, yeah. I know they looked bad last week, but if if Locke comes out, I, I think. What I said to you while we were watching games, how was this even a competition? And, and so I don't... It didn't look like much... It, it didn't look like it should have been a competition. Which, and again, last thing I'll say on the line, I, I just think they... Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, much better than uh, Drew Locke, and it's not reflecting here. Green Bay heads to Cincinnati, coming off that Thursday night win. Joe Burrow and the Bengals are 3-1, and one, Sean. It sounds funny to say... Yeah. Packers... <laughs> we had them at 2-15. and 15. They're already 3-1. They're already and one. Packers minus three, minus 150 on the money line. Bengals plus 130. 51 is the total. Bengals are getting healthy. I saw Higgins practice today. Uh, this, this is an all-time square sharp play, potentially, mm. uh, with Cincinnati. Uh, Green Bay, potential look ahead with the Bears on deck. A non-conference road game. Uh, I, I doubt that with the way that Aaron Rodgers is playing. Uh, I, I, I doubt. I mean, they, they kind of had their ass beating this year, right? Yeah. Didn't that already happen? Or isn't this team just going to continue to do what they got to do? I know Jair Alexander, like, is that a problem? Are we worried about that against this? Yeah, I am. I, I think not having Alexander there is pretty huge. Um, wh- where's the money split, Ryan? Can you bring up the money split? I know the, uh, the people at Win have been good enough to hook us up with some of those numbers. Uh, so uh, this is one of those games. And again, like uh, depending on which, which house you look at. Yeah. Uh, the Packers are getting a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I got to go with the uh, fade in the public here. Actually, I, I should correct myself. They're getting 80% of the tickets. The money splits are actually pretty close mm. to 50, 50. Oh, so the sharp money is on the well, Bengals, AKA my money. And then you talk about how this number went from four to three with the money. I mean, I, with the money coming in on on Green or the tickets coming on Green Bay, I, I it, this seems like an obvious. Let's just take the Bengals. If we're wrong, we're wrong. But it certainly seems like this is going to be a game that a lot of people are on the Packers. Joe Mixon a little banged up. Ryan, does Joe Mixon play? Where are we at with Joe Mixon? Does angle? he matter? Yeah, maybe not because the, the Bengals offense. Uh, you know, they maybe they found something there. They were asleep at the wheel in that first half, and I know because I had Bengals minus seven and a half, but. You know, kind of asleep at the wheel. Maybe they figure it out. I, I just think this is kind of like the perfect non-conference home dog spot. But are we getting cute? Like that's the thing that I, that scares me is because well, I, I Bengals secondary. Can the Bengals secondary at least slow down Devonte Adams or make it interesting enough? 
I would also look to the defensive line. Like, can Green Bay exploit the offensive line of the Bengals? I don't know if they can. So let's let's take the Bengals. Let's not over over right. justify it. Let's go. Come but, on, Bengals. Who day? Who day? Uh, New England minus nine heading to Houston. Last of the early <laughs> kicks. Texans are close your eyes special, Sean. They underperform the spread. <laughs> Let's go. By twenty one uh, points, more than twenty one, even as a seventeen and a half point dog. Plus three fifty on the money line. New England minus four fifty. Thirty nine and a half is the total. All right. I mean, at some point, it has to be brought up. But rookie quarterbacks are not doing gr- great against the spread. Yeah. And uh, I believe they're. Four- I mean, Mac Mac is coming off that cover, and if you read the pro- if you read the press clippings, you would think that Mac Jones destroyed Tom Brady because the fact that he even like hung with the game in the game with Tom Brady, he's getting credit almost for the win, right? And I think in a weird way, this is a letdown game for the Patriots. I think they were almost smelling themselves enough. Just the fact that they covered the spread and they made it a game against Tom Brady and they weren't embarrassed. That offense can't lay nine points. Houston's going to show up here. No, and and Houston has sneakily shown up at Mm. home. I mean, we saw it against the Jags and then we saw it, uh, well, in in Cleveland, right? But that was when we still had Tyrod. Where are we at with Tyrod? Any chance Tyrod plays? Uh, I. It doesn't matter to me. I think you, a team loses 40 to nothing. You just, and then we have Mac Jones, a rookie, an offense that hasn't exactly matriculated the ball down the field. Uh, let's not overthink this spot, Sean. Let's take yeah, the point. No, he, he, we got we to gotta take the uh, close your eyes special. Chicago, 105 kick, by the way. Chicago heads to Las Vegas. We're in Las Vegas, Sean. The Raiders coming off Monday Night Football, coming off a loss. Gruden, not happy. Minus five and a half, minus 250 on the money line, plus 200 for the Bears. 44 and a half is the total. Uh, do you believe the reports that John Gruden asked nicely for Khalil Mack back? <laughs> no, but there is bad blood here. If you're Khalil Mack. Oh yeah. Assu- well, but, but he's been banged up. Is assuming he, you're is, fine, he a, is he a hundred percent sure we're playing? Assuming you're fine doing everything you can to get your ass on the field because look, uh, this bears team is horrible. Yes. They're banged up. Khalil Mack, uh, ribs and foot did not practice on Wednesday. I have a feeling he's going to find his way out there. Is this too many points to lay with the Raiders? Are the Raiders a fraudulent team? Mm. Because if they aren't, we got to get our shit going. Now. And this is just a bounce back <laughs> spot against a, a tough divisional game. Wait, divisional game? The Raiders and the Chargers. Oh, oh, I never mind. I thought you were talking about against the Bears. No, no. I'm saying, is this a bounce back spot for the Bears? Non conference road spot. We're getting Justin Fields, the experience. Now it's permanent. He still hasn't impressed me. I know people are getting excited that he threw the ball nicely. No, well, he's field. officially the QB one, Ryan. I don't know. We, I don't know if you saw. We tweeted out uh, a Photoshop of the Bears naming Andy Dalton QB two, which is pretty fun. But to your point, as far as how banged up the the Bears are, Jesse James, he's out. Uh, didn't practice. Akeem Hicks dealing with the groin issue. And he, he matters. He yeah, he really matters. And Cleo Mack is out. And David Montgomery. David Montgomery is not going to play. He, he's going to miss. And I mean, they I, originally thought it was an ACL, but he, he's going to miss a number of weeks. And did I hear that? Uh, I know Damian Williams practiced in full, but he does have a quad situation. He's dealing with a little quad. Yeah. Don't look now, Sean, but former Hokey, at least for one year, transferred in under the, uh, the, the mercenary Fuente. Khalil Herbert would be the guy if Damian Williams is not able to go. I, I know he practiced in full, just something, something to monitor the situation. As much as I want to say too many points uh, to lay with the Raiders, 
I, I think that uh, Carr was embarrassed, and I think they've been quite good this year. And I think they re they refocus. Yeah, although, yeah, it is it is interesting with the Raiders, right? Because they've they've looked good and they've won games, but they've also won you know, two overtime games. They tried to tired? give away that that Miami game. Um, they beat that Steelers team that doesn't look as good as we previously thought. You think they're tired? I think it's. I think ultimately we got to take the Raiders. It's a non-conference road spot for this Bears team. I think they falter a little bit here, and and we'll see. Maybe the the Raiders have shown enough to be kind of decent. Uh, yeah, I think you got to go Raiders five and a half here. I, I just it's going to be hard for me to bet on uh, Fields until I see something. This is a road spot now, and honestly, like, what's the crowd going to be like? They're going to be, I feel like Raider fans think they're good now. They're now they're three and one yeah. they're coming off a loss. So yeah, let's lay the points. All right. Next late afternoon kick Cleveland heads to Los Angeles where the chargers got, seemed like there were some charger fans in the building. Bolt up coming up. Yeah. San Diego, my, super chargers. Charge. It wow. was really funny though. Justin Herbert doing the, I he couldn't hear and they had like a false start to start the game. Uh, you just kind of feel sad for Chargers fans. It just shows you how good this team is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Chargers laying one and a half minus 120 on the money line. Browns plus 147 is the total. Oh, man, this this is a tough one because, A, we got Cleveland in a back-to-back road spot. Oh, I, Ryan, I, your trend. I highlighted how good that is. <laughs> uh, oh, we, also, last thing on the Bears. They have a look ahead against Green Bay. That, yeah. That's no, real. I think that's legit. Um, Cleveland in the back-to-back road spot. The Chargers, talking about a team coming off an emotional stretch, couple of big-time divisional wins. Now they get Cleveland coming to town. And uh, here's here a little stat for you, Sean. Browns are number one in the NFL, net yards per play at 1.4. This is a good team, and I think they have the sauce to defeat the Chargers' defense, and that's running the ball, uh, giving up five, over five yards a carry, the Chargers are. So... I know everyone's getting into Brandon Staley and he's the new Sean McVay or whatever, but I like Cleveland in this spot. Again, the Chargers don't have a home field. A lot of Browns fans are going to be taking a little West Coast vacation, sunny weather. I know Baker uh, did his best to, to, to... Honestly, Sean, I went back and watched the tape. Browns should have won last week by three touchdowns. Yeah, that being said, I, I think Baker Mayfield is off. And I, and I think I've seen enough out of the Chargers passing mm. defense to keep them in this game. And, and, and maybe you're right. May, I, if you're betting on the Browns, them just running it down their throat makes complete sense. But Justin Herbert like looks really, really good. Like, we have MVP Justin Herbert. You also saw a fired up Joey Bosa after the press conference calling out the refs. Like this team has, this Chargers team has a chippiness. They let that Cowboys game get away from them. Uh, there were some bad penalties, stupid turnovers. But other than that, they look like one of the best teams in the league. And I, I just don't know if you can say that for this Browns team. I think the Chargers, you could say it's a letdown spot after that Monday night win, but I think it was more like a confidence. Like they feel legit now, and I, I don't think they're scared of the Browns. And we already saw the pouty body language of Odell Beckham, the poison that is the you know, whatever spike proteins he's bringing in to the Browns locker room and infecting everyone, Ryan. Odell Beckham Jr. just, he's got bad body language. And I think he really gets in Baker Mayfield's head. This is why Baker Mayfield is worse when Odell Beckham is out there. Odell Beckham is a guy that's constantly disappointed. He's not getting the ball. He was open. Baker did miss him. 
and he was visibly mad. Baker likes it when he's not there. There's no pressure to work Odell into the offense. And I'm telling you, they're going to get an interception. The Chargers, that will be the that, difference in the game is a Baker pick while targeting Odell Beckham Jr. Lock it up. I like the angle. I think what neutralizes it, I think they can run the ball a lot in this game. I think yeah. we might see a game where they just run the ball a lot. All right, first game we disagreed on. That's certainly never happened before. We, for 10 games, we all we, 11 games we agreed on? Come on, Sean, what are we doing? All right, 125 kick. Certainly America's game of the week. The New York Giants head to Big D to take on Dallas, the Cowboys. Brian, before we get there. Oh. I know, I know you're stacking dating times. Yeah, never been higher. Don't you wish you have some? Don't you wish you had some shares of Danny Dimes, Ryan? Yes. I know you have a. You kind of have a share. You own his jersey, but why not? Why not? You know, why not play Prediction Strike? It's the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and WinBet had a baby prediction strike. Let's fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money even, uh, you know, right up to kickoff. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing them. If you're like me, you're dabbling in crypto, stock market. This is just one other uh, one other market you can get, get in on. It's uh, pretty fun. Use code SGP, deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players just like you would with real stocks. And uh, the best part is, use our promo code SGP, receive a free athlete share when you first deposit of $20 or more. That's predictionstrike.com, promo code SGP. And of course, uh, make sure you check out prizepicks.com, the new way to play DFS. Very easy over and unders, a three entry uh, prediction. A three-entry uh, card there over on PrizePix. $20 pays 100 bucks. So make sure you go to prizepix.com, promo code SGP. PrizePix.com, promo code SGP. And that's where all we're, we're getting all our numbers for these, uh, these fun prop bets we're doing. Check them out, prizepix.com. Kramer, let's talk Giants, Dallas. Giants head down to Big D where the Dallas Cowboys are laying seven, minus 330 on the money line, plus 260 for the G-Men. 52 is the total. Giants in a back-to-back road spot, Sean. Mm. Uh, quite frankly, and this is more than just anecdotal. Garrett will bring his uh, A game. They, they, oh yeah, they definitely let the ball <laughs> sling around the uh, the park a bit. It's gonna call some motion, do a uh, little motion action. Might get wild with some motion. I will say this as a fan of the Giants. Yeah, watching them line up in shotgun because they were down a bunch of points, and all of a sudden the offense looked good. Kadarius Tony looked good. Kenny Galladay looked really good. You can't even talk shit on him. Grown man playing football. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is back. Uh, even with Shepard out, even with Slayton out, not too concerned. I saw Andrew Thomas popped up on the injury report, who, by the way, now comfortably a top 10 tackle in the league, dominating much better than any of those guys that got drafted in the first round last year. So please, at your earliest convenience, you can apologize to Andrew Thomas. He is not... He, did you hear, uh, you didn't hear the name cam at all last week because he dominated him. I think that has been all the difference for Daniel uh, Jones and in, in his transition to just full blown diming mm. Danny's going to die. They again. let Danny dime Ryan. This, this Cowboys I, I, team looks good. I'm worried about this Giants defense, right? Because this Cowboys offense, the super bowl hype is happening. This is their first game in October. Correct? It is. 
Okay. Well, then that's where the slide begins because they are the Super Bowl champs of September. Congratulations to the Dallas Cowboys. You can uh, you can hit Mike McCarthy with the Gatorade. You guys won it all. You're you're amazing. Also, four and zero against the spread. Only this is, team. Come on, only team that's four and zero against the spread. We had our buddy on uh, Johnny Junta. He said, "I like to go with the do strategy. the The Cowboys are due not to cover." Okay, I don't know what happened to the five and eleven against the spread Cowboys of last year, but they still could go five and eleven because seven points is too high for an NFC East matchup. Even when the Giants are bad, which I still think they are, they show up for this game. They make it a game. Seven points is just way too many for a Giants team that is decent away from home. Week five, in this exact same time slot, Cowboys hosted the Giants, and what happened? Dak, yeah, his uh, rest in peace, his leg, <laughs> and the Cowboys won a close game by three. Yeah, it feels like a three or four point game. Uh, I, I think the Giants have always shown up. They'll show up in Dallas. Uh, and frankly, no one's saying shit about Daniel Jones because he looks <laughs> fucking good. So apologize to him. Apologize to Andrew Thomas. They need to get some pass rush this week. I'm a little concerned about that. But uh, assuming Zeke doesn't eat all four quarters, uh, Giants Giants get it done. And by the way, Sean, yeah, don't be surprised if they win this one on the money line. Back I to will back. be surprised. Haven't even touted my Jets Giants money line parlay <laughs> from last week. You're welcome. You laughed at me when I gave that one. I out. did. Now, uh, last of the late afternoon kicks, Sean. The Niners head to Arizona, where the Cardinals are minus five and a half, minus two sixty on the money line. Uh, I'm sorry, Cardinals minus 260 on the money line. Niners plus 210. 50 is the total. My my gut, uh, my brain, everything tells me you shouldn't lay this many points with Cliff, Cliff Kitchens against a competent team. Here's the problem, Sean. I don't know if this San Francisco is, it, team is going to be competent. Yeah. With Trey Lance. He looked, he looked horrible. Can we bet on him? Uh... Man, that is tough. That is really, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Trey Lance is Jimmy G going to play? Can yeah, we... Jimmy G is still questionable with the calf. I uh, see. I think this is a Trey Lance is interesting, and do we expect to see a completely different Trey Lance? Because I guess to Shanahan's credit, or or kind of defending Kyle Shanahan, they they clearly still had the Jimmy G game plan going, and you know they couldn't adjust. They had the don't fuck up game plan. Yeah. With, for Jimmy G. And now maybe they have a completely different game plan, a game plan that Arizona won't really know how to scheme. They're going to have a ton of RPO. Debo Samuel is going to get some easy stuff. Arizona maybe has a letdown spot because that they got the monkey off their back. They had that Rams monkey and they threw it off their back. But, but Trey Lance, he does not look <sighs> good. Try quarter. I mean, four and 14 and one of those covers uh, against the spread for rookie quarterbacks came against another rookie. So it, it, they're just not do, getting it done. And I think, do we just have to eat our medicine with Arizona? No, not yet. I'm taking, give me Shanahan. He, he, he game plans this one. He out coaches. It gets the win. He yeah, saw, he I'm saw scary. His... I'm scary of taking Trey Lance, but I do think there's enough of a letdown opportunity with Arizona combined with San Francisco being able to hang with this Arizona team. And, and they are more physical, even though they have a bunch of injuries. I think they can bring some physicality to this Arizona Cardinals team who you look at all the, what was the look ahead line? Like this just feels a little inflated off of that Rams win and Arizona's due for like a clunky loss. They've kind of been getting away with murder with some of these wins. Two more games, Ryan, and then we'll be uh, joined by Joe fan hopping in 
talking picks. Helping and, uh, you giving out a winner for yes, a lock, maybe? exactly. He will be hopefully shaking off my uh, lock, my negative lock mojo. <laughs> All right, Sunday Night Football, Buffalo, Kansas City, the game of the week. The, uh, the game of the century, maybe? Can we call it that, Sean? Kansas City minus three, minus 145 on the money line. Buffalo plus 125, 57, big total. Uh, look, could this be? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, Philly could be really bad. Yeah. Uh, that could get the, the funk off of the Kansas City hangover. But the hangover is still real. The water in Kansas City isn't curing it. And this Buffalo team, since they were woken up, in the arms of a Big Ben, week one, has been dominant. I think this could just, could we be seeing a 2007 Patriots rise to just dominance all regular season? For could the we, Bills? Could we see a situation where we're just going to get well, tremendous and, line value? And, and the Chiefs' defense, as much as I, I want to take away that game of like the Eagles' offense figured it out and they're moving the ball. That, that Chiefs defense is still really horrible, really bad. I, I, I think you got to take this Buffalo team with points. They're going to be motivated. Not that Kansas City won't be motivated, but I think this game means more to Buffalo. They want to go in to Kansas City, prove they can hang, prove that they are a, an AFC contender. And it, you know, the, the one thing that worries me is the Matt Milano hamstring injury. He's questionable. I, I think he plays, but I, I think here's what you do. I think you take the he Bills. Matters plus three, and then you hedge with some Travis Kelsey over prop bets because I think he could have himself a game. But this Buffalo defense, I mean, both Buffalo and Kansas City have amazing offenses, right? But I think that the Buffalo defense is just so much better than the Kansas City defense right now. I think you got to take this Buffalo team and getting points. I, I had it on the last show. Their point differential is 118 to 21, and you're giving them three more points? That's insane. I mean, what's a sign of a good team, like a great team? They take care of bad teams. They're beating, they're beating the shit out of bad teams. You can't say that for the Chiefs, a team that has not covered on the regular. They've covered two games in the, like almost in the past calendar year. In a full season of playing games, they've covered two or three times. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I worry we'll be on a chalky side here. I hope enough people come in and say, hey, really, only minus three uh, for the Chiefs. That's not something we get all the time. But as of right now, Sean, we're seeing more money come in on the Bills. So that that a little bit worried about that, but I'm not I'm not concerned because Buffalo's clearly the better team. Monday night football in the ultimate revenge spot. A rare city revenge game where the Baltimore oh, yeah. Ravens laying seven, minus three thirty on the money line, have the Colts come into town, plus two sixty, forty six, still remembering the day that they drove <laughs> the Colts out what? of Baltimore. I, I just can't wait to see Berman doing the highlights. They the bring truck. up that video of the Mayflower truck driving away in the Whoop. middle of the night. Whoop! There goes the, the franchise. Uh, so you have that. You have uh, Harbaugh, who is a nice coach. To, I mean, look what he did last week. Covering spreads might matter as much as that silly rushing record to him. <laughs> who knows? And, uh, you know, Indy, desperation spot. They are, are What they did last week is more of an outlier than it is the team we're looking at Baltimore 14 and one straight up in the past 15 primetime spots and seven and two in their last nine home primetime games against the spread. Uh, fun fact, this is uh, Baltimore. Our Indy is, is in the middle of a rare Sean, a rare back to back to back third Road game in a row. Oh, awesome. So the, the trend does not apply. Trend does not apply. I don't have data for three uh, consecutive road games. 
I just think I want to fade this Colts team coming off that desperation spot. They had no, they had, they haven't, had, they, they need to get in the win column. They got in the win column. I think we see Baltimore here take care of business in the primetime spot. They cover the number. Are we agreeing one more time? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I still think the Colts are stuck in auto fade for me. They're, they're Fuck. Colt, uh, Quentin Nelson is on IR. And really, uh, you know, one other nugget I like, Ryan, the ref report, Land Clark. Which I, I guess is this guy, this ref's actual name, Land Clark, three and one straight up and against the spread for the home team. Carson Wentz is going to turn the ball over. I, I, I don't know what happened down in Miami. They couldn't force any turnovers. Baltimore at home Monday night, and I, and I just don't think they have the Colts have the defense to kind of keep up with uh, with the Ravens' offense. And the Ravens' offense looked really good. You know, uh, I mean, we kind of, we didn't really hit on it enough, but Lamar actually looked pretty good throwing the ball in that Broncos game. We may be seeing a new Lamar here. I, I think it's just a ton of opportunity for the Ravens at home Monday night. Minus seven just seems too small for a team that's much better. Sean, we just, we literally just frolicked around and uh, picked 16 games against the spread and agreed 15 times. Well, Ryan, you know what? This could be horrible for me this week. All right, I'm feeling bad. I'm 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 officially changing my pick. Give me the Eagles plus three and a half. I'm never gonna I'm never not gonna pick the Eagles. Even even if it jinxes them, I don't care. I, like I burned that. sage in our in our studio. It was very weird. I did a bunch of witchy uh, stuff that my wife got for me. I don't think it matters. I'm going the Eagles. I'm going down with the ship. Give me the Eagles plus three and a half. All right, Ryan, time for our lock dog tease, but uh, we got a special guest in studio joining us here to hang out. Joe fan, Joe, come on over here. Oh, I like that. I like the applause in the studio. There you go. Joe joining us here. And uh, Joe is the co-host on bet to win. You're like, I'm on like a game show. Yes. Yeah. This on, is, yeah. this is your uh, home base studio. You guys do your podcast here, bet to win. Of yeah, course. Thanks for having us. Hey, you're yeah, in my thanks. Seat. <laughs> I'll leave it. Uh, I'll leave it in a pretty good shape. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. How is you guys just launched first football season? How has it been so far? living in Vegas and hosting a uh, podcast here. It's been a blast. I mean, I, I came from the beat reporting background, and so it's a bit of a, it's a pivot to make everything gambling the focus. Yeah. In terms of like, all right, like you're putting stuff out there publicly in terms of what your picks are, and then you, you're like, oh, that one was wrong, and that one was wrong too, and everyone's like, dude, what are you doing? Are you like the biggest jinx on the planet? It's like, yes, I am, 100%. The talking ball part of it, it's 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 easy to layer that into it. I mean, I just listened to you guys talk about, you know, five games and it's just talking ball and then yeah. layering it in, you know, what, what the trends are, or what the line is. So it's more of just like the putting yourself out there and like, this is the pick. This is where like I am putting my dollars and cents. I've been into it for a while, but like, I just, I, I, I make that sort of private in terms of like, <laughs> it's a very personal, like, oh, wow, Joe your... lost money last weekend. It's like, yes, he did because the Titans couldn't cover uh, a teaser and win that game. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun though. Claudia has been great. The blue wire staff has been great. Uh, WinBet's been great. The studio is unbelievable. So yeah, it's no. been a ton of fun. Studio's awesome. It's uh cool to be a part of this whole thing. And I know what you mean because a lot of times when I lose my bet, it's like, okay, I lost that money, but really just the, the losing of my mojo, the pride, like yeah. that, that the money is more. a side 
side effect. Because yeah, and whatever, it, money comes and goes. You can't take it with. Sean you. wasn't joking. He was. He's been doing things in the studio to try to figure <laughs> been, out his I've cold streak. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like major league. I need like a statue of Joe Boo. Anything to get me off this uh, ice cold Great streak. Movie. So hopefully Joe being here <laughs> talking ball. I also like your. Uh, I like the expression talking ball. Feels like a real football guy thing to say. And uh, hopefully Joe being here will help shake off the. Uh, <laughs> Just how bad I've been doing. Uh, I can feel the, the pain picks. in your voice. Like I could hear it. Like well, you've I mean, been going through the and paces. And then it is funny because the listeners will be like, your picks suck. I go, I know. Yeah. I've seen my ballots. I, I've like, seen it go out the me. window. Yes. Yeah, just fade me. I'll, I'm okay being the auto fade. Yeah, That's like in, where the, you, in the same way the Jags are the auto fade, I'm fine being the auto fade. You just fade. bring the self-deprecation to it. Yeah. And, uh, and I like that part. It's, that, that to me is like, we're all in it for entertainment. If you are trying to get rich off me, you need to look yourself in the mirror yeah. and, and rethink what you're doing. Joe, you're not going to well, be able to sell a picks package like that. I'm going to give you another <laughs> shot. Look into the camera. Explain no. how you have a mega whale package. It's well, only yeah. $90 a week. Well, these guys can, you know, they can dabble on that side. I'll be sitting here giving you 35 <laughs> to one winners, baby. We first are, touchdown. We are God. getting bailed out by these uh, first touchdown prop bets. So that's huge. Thanks. Oh, thanks for the fun. win for listening to those numbers. All right, let's get to the uh, bread and butter. Joe, coming in, what is your what is your favorite bet, your lock for NFL Week 5? I'm going to scoot this way so I don't get hit <laughs> and take Cowboys minus 7. Oh, I'm, wow, here we go. I'm fine laying the points. These aren't Jason Garrett's Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and what's funny is, that, I mean, obviously Jason Garrett will be standing on the opposite sideline at Jerry World. We knew this offense would score points, but they're doing so without... Michael Gallup. They're doing so without CeeDee Lamb putting up monster numbers. Dalton Schultz has been the go-to guy yeah. these last two weeks. They've got a two-headed running back monster with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Dak is one of the easiest players to root for in all of football, which I'm sure probably it hurts for you to say as much as you hate the Cowboys, but like, it, you can't hate Dak. Like, he just seems like the greatest dude ever. Came back from a big injury uh, and he's absolutely balling out. But the kicker here is that they play defense now. We haven't seen a Cowboys team play defense in quite some yeah, time. The cornerback digs, uh, picking off five, Danny, Danny Dimes, could be could five be a game picks. Changer. Randy Gregory had a couple of sacks. They feel good enough about Michael Parsons to where they just let go of Jalen Smith. Yeah. So I, I like the Cowboys. I'm okay laying the seven at home. I think they get the job done. They've been really. Really impressive so far. Ryan, we must have something wrong with us because we still don't like Dak. <laughs> uh, he like seems Dak? like a nice guy. I mean, I get why you, you're obligated. I'm an Eagles fan. Both of you are obligated. If he was on him. another team, I would consider on, maybe rooting. On a personal note, as someone who has some hippie DNA in them, <laughs> I appreciate his name being Rain. I appreciate that he's probably into some herbal medications and things like that off the field. Uh, his relationship with Zeke seems precious. I, I, I lo <laughs> all the love goes to them, but as long as he plays for the Cowboys, as my 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 you youngest my youngest daughter will tell you, Cowboys suck. So ho <laughs> hopefully he can make it through this game. I really would like to see a nice, uh, tough fought competition with the Giants. Joe Judge, by the way, one and six or six and one ATS against the division. He he does he does cover spreads in the division. <laughs> he might not win the game. But he covers the <laughs> yeah, spread. seven. Seven's a little Which high. to a lot of people, it's all that matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing that matters. Yeah, if your team yeah. sucks, covering the spread's the next best thing. All right, Kramer, do you want to give out your lock? Buffalo. Just put it down there. Ooh, okay. I like it. Wrong, Spicy. Can I even go further? Wrong team's favorite. Wrong team favorite. Wow. And if you are someone who pays money for picks, I don't know why you would do that because we give them out for free, you're going to hear some, some, some sharps tell you how Kansas City minus three, value, alert, alert. We never get to see this number. 
Josh Allen, that team, they're in FU mode. Let's go, Buffalo. All right, for my lock, a hmm, couple oh, interesting. God, I'm t- just terrified. Please. <laughs> There's no way the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> are getting up for this game with all the stuff that's surrounding Urban Meyer. We can do this, Sean. Give me Tennessee minus four. Lock it up. Oh. Derrick Henry against that defense. It's They're going to run all over him. I Derek- know Tennessee is a road favorite. But Ryan, I'm riding your is back. Is that a to- sound effect like Akon locked up yes, from back in actually, the day? Yes, actually, that is, that wow. is a great. That is a I deep just pull. heard that in my ears, and I said, "That is uh, exactly where we got that <laughs> wow. sound effect from." I heard that, and it like took a second. I was like, "Where have I heard that?" I was in high school when that came out. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now you're hearing it this many years later. He's up to. These we days. also have uh, this for dogs. <laughs> Of course, yeah. that is a DMX, and he lives he lives on forever on our soundboard. And speaking of dogs, perfect transition. Joe, who do you like? What's a money line outright winner? Money line outright winner. There are a couple of dogs that I like. Ooh. I like Washington. I like Buffalo. Ooh. Um, but I like. I think Cleveland's got a great shot. My my pick of the week though is the Bengals mm. against okay. the Packers at home. Cincinnati, I'm seeing win has it at plus 130. Kramer and I were both on the Bengals. The home dog angle is there. Home dog. They're one of four teams in, in football that have a top 10 offense and defense per pro football focus. The Packers are, are obviously an impressive team. They've got the reigning MVP, but they've been beatable. I yeah. mean, they laid an egg in week one, which that's not even factoring into this. But even in week two, the Lions hung around for far longer than we expected them to at Lambeau. Week three, they probably should have lost to San Francisco. And week four, if Ben Roethlisberger could hit a single open receiver, namely just Juju up the right seam into the end zone, (laughs) that game is much closer. They still win because the Steelers are a bad football team. As a guy who was on the Steelers, I had a money line with the Cardinals. That was like my mega parlay. That block field goal that got called back where it really didn't look like offsides, that was a game changer in Green Bay. I'm going to pre- keep bringing it up until the NFL you should. does what needs to That's be done. That's like me, and, and I'm still talking result. about the Damian Harris fumble in week one. And oh, the that Cl- was my week one lock. That's and what the Clyde Edwards-Elair fumble in week two. Oh, man. That's what started my I've got a whole shit list slump. going <laughs> this season. The Titans uh, just got added last week. Kramer, what well, do you got? Uh, one thing to add real quick is because the Bengals are, they are one of these guys, sneaky, yards per play, nerdy, like analytics team that pops a little bit. And what does Green Bay like to do sometimes? Play with their food. So yeah. Uh, I certainly think Cincinnati's going to have more than an ample shot to win this game. I like it. All right, for my dog, I'm not going to give out oh. the Giants, Sean. I'm okay. not, not going to do it. it. Even though I know they're going to win uh, <laughs> outright on the money line, I'm not going to give out Houston, even though I think Houston's Ooh. still a live dog to win that division. Don't, don't look now. If Tyrod can only come back, I think Shanahan gets oh, up. I like it. Comes into Kingsbury House, Kingsbury House, and, and we see some sort of weird first time in how many years an NFL team's run for 300 yards. I think we see Trey Sermon's best game to date. I think we have a lot of people excited about Trey Lance because he runs for 100 yards. And for whatever reason, I'm going to keep fading this Cardinals team until I get it right. They are, <laughs> they're due for a loss. They're 4-0. They're the only undefeated team in the National Football League. Your that Arizona Cardinals, say it out loud. Give me the Niners plus 210. Yeah, I I, I know they're banged up. I know this is just a fill. I I think Shanahan gets them up, and I think they run the ball down the Cardinals' throat. Love it. And and I I saw you and uh, Claudia were messing around with some of the uh, passing attempt prop bets. I think you guys may have hit on. I I think the passing attempts, assuming Trey Lance starts, I would set the line at eleven. 
and I would take the under because I, I think they're going to make a very like Stop RPO it. run. No, we saw, I mean, 11, what, what, 17 and a half. 17 and a half. It's not, I don't think it's going to break 20. I mean, we saw, what was it? Uh, for many, reference, Lamar is usually 19 and a half. How many 20. did Jimmy, uh, how many did Jimmy right G there. have in that NFC championship game where they just ran it down the Packers throats? I think that's going to be the, but game that's a, that's such a, an outlier because the defense was so dominant in that game and they were running the ball like eight yards a clip. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously he's going to have more than 11, but for comedic sake, it's, I, I think they're going to really I, limit the passing attempts, assuming Trey Lance. And I think the, the other side of this is like, if you're circling a game in, in DF, like this could be the random low scoring game. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't Again, miss this with this in DFS. I, I still can't lay five and a half with, with uh, Kingsbury. Too I, high. What's the total set at? 50, 52 and a half. Oh, that feels oh, real high. That's where it started. It's down to 50. Yeah. Down, down yeah. to People definitely bet the under. And I, I think that's what we could see here. Cause also Arizona, they, they seem to have a decent defense. So all right, for my dog, give me the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo's a great team. I know they're going into Kansas City in prime time, but this is a get-up spot for this Bills team. And, uh, yeah, I think they're coming to play. And that Kansas City defense has real issues. So I'm all in on the Bills. Give me the Bills plus 125 on the money line. Sean, real quick, you can yes. play. You can have some fun with this one. You could take Bills, uh, flip it around, Bills minus three for like plus two something. Ooh. Uh, that might be a it, – it doesn't it feel like if they're going to win that you take an adjusted like minus yeah. three, minus like even that. six and a half? Like you could stretch this out because they could – that defense has looked horrible. Agreed. All right. So uh, are we all like in solidarity with a little thick triple dog parlay? Oh with, yeah, with Bills, Bengals, Ooh, Niners. Okay, so yeah, we do a uh, we normally throw in like a crazy uh, money line a... parlay, but I like I like your Voltron like combination here of San Francisco money line with Buffalo money line and Cincy money line. What would that pay, Kramer? Because I'm um, plus two ten, plus one twenty five, plus one thirty. That's gonna be uh, fifteen to one, maybe fifteen to one. That is gonna be pretty math, juicy. I don't know. I'll, I'll do the actual math. Give me a second. All right, Joe. While he's cranking that out, what do you what do you feel for the tease here? A, a three team tease, six pointer. What do you got? So I, I, you can go chalk and go Ravens Cowboys. I think those are two good options. Okay. I'm gonna leave the Ravens out just because it feels too too chalky, but they're an easy one to throw in. I mean, if you think they're gonna beat the Colts, which I think most of us do, um, that number is an easy one to get down where you can make it a pick 'em. Yeah. No. Totally. I. I like the Browns getting them over a touchdown against the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They That's a are, classic Wong teaser strategy. They are that. one of two teams to be top five in offense and defense for pro football focus. I'm a big pro football focus guy. Um, they're a team that can control the clock. They play defense arguably better than anybody in football. They certainly rush the passer as well as anybody in football. Miles Garrett leads the league in sacks. Uh, he and Clowney are both top ten in pressures. I believe heavily in this team. I'd like to see more from Baker and Odell in terms of that connection and connection and chemistry, which I just don't think is there yet. But to get them at over a touchdown to me is a, is a, is a great Seven move. and a half feels like a good uh, number. Cowboys there. down to a pick or down to plus one or uh, sorry, minus one. Um, and then getting the Jaguars over 10 to 10 and a half okay. against the Titans. All right. I kind of go the other way from from this just this feels like the get up game for them mm. where, where yeah, they maybe, kind of maybe they, they all rally around Urban. And I don't even think they're rallying around Urban. I think they just feel embarrassed. I think they just do it. The and like, I think they rally around Trevor. If they had a, a, a veteran quarterback, 
Like if Blake Bortles was still there, team would full. But I think Trevor Lawrence keeps the ship afloat a bit because you have veteran guys who I think he's respected dude. No one wants to get him hurt on that offensive line. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Titans are all that good as we saw last week, even if they get A.J. Brown and Julio back. Um, I like 10 and a half with Jags. Kramer, what do you got for the tease? I think you start. I mean, honestly, I'm starting with Baltimore because I think, I think, yeah, uh, Baltimore I mean, the city revenge off. spot is so strong. Uh, Cleveland, I love getting that up to seven and a half. As I mentioned earlier, on top of everything that Joe just said, they are the number one team in net yards per play. So this is a good team, and I think they will have uh, some serious success running the ball against this Chargers team that I don't think that's the strength. And then, uh, you know, Sean, uh, we could we could stick to conventional, or we could just go completely off the board and uh, tease Buffalo up to nine. Okay, I'm I'm throwing it in there again because again I just think the the, the wrong team's favored. The, the nine points with this Bills team right now is just un, undeniable. Yeah, lock it up. No, I like which. It. By the way, Sean, you forgot to mention at the top of the show that uh, you know our locks might not be doing great. Your picks not might might not be doing great. My picks not doing awesome either. But my teasers. Ooh. 75%. Let's go. <laughs> That's going to pay you. a. <laughs> Got to just keep hammering I'm, Kramer's three team teasers. Hit the teasers. Hit the first touchdown props. All right. So give me Baltimore minus one. I, I think Cincy plus nine is a really good number. I think they're going to keep that close. And then, man, I... I don't, don't tease your, your Eagles. That's that would no, be no, no. I almost threw the Seahawks in there. I kind of wanted to leave Thursday night off, but yeah, but I, I don't like very teasing, teasable number. It, teasing two and a half up to eight and a half in that game, I think makes sense. Sean, Russ, but I don't like getting don't eight like, and a half at I, home. Yeah, I don't like teasing against something I picked, and so we had the Rams minus two and a half. I don't want to go against that. I'm considering throwing in this uh Raider. build that middle baby build that yeah. middle <laughs> yeah yeah nice little uh nice little middle to cash everything i'm gonna just throw buffalo plus nine in there so baltimore minus one cincy plus nine buffalo plus nine that's gonna be some uh teases to get home teasers are fun i think what's hard is like i can look at almost every game and be like oh i like that in a teaser oh i like that in a teaser yeah, and no. narrowing it down because both sides do a tease, you can talk four. yourself into pretty easily, and that's that's why it's the tease. That's why it is the tease. All right, Kramer, last segment, uh, picking our five games for the Millions Contest. Oh, maybe Joe can help us not suck this week. Yeah, so it, it sounds any, like... I don't want any of that responsibility. This is my time <laughs> Put to get Buffalo. Out. Get Buffalo, Buffalo in there. plus three. Yeah. Cincy plus three. We all like Cincy. Uh, San Francisco plus five and a half. You don't want to put the Giants on the card, I take it? Uh, we can put them in there. Screw Dallas. No, 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 no. Let's leave it off. We didn't have it last week. Let's leave it off. <laughs> let's put Tennessee on there. I think we're both on the okay. angle that Urban Meyer, he, he's going to be, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just think as, you know, as, as a coach, my a championship winning coach myself, I think it's hard to recover from this kind of embarrassment. Fantasy league? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, this is youth sports. Youth, nice. youth soccer. Yeah. I, I, I never, no, that was like no my stepbrothers when he says like, oh, little league. And he's like, no fantasy league. So I didn't know if that was, you were going there. I, I've never stepped out on the family and had to apologize to the team. I certainly wouldn't do it position group by position group. Uh, and I certainly, all, like, you're talking to a football team. Don't act like you weren't trying to do anything. Like, yeah. The video evidence is clear. Even the NFL. There's irrefutable visual evidence. He touched some booty. <laughs> it's Urban, like, dude, I, I get dog. it. Like, just leave if you want to leave. Anyway, uh, let La last one, Ryan. What do we do here? Uh, man, I, I think we. Uh, I'd be fine if you want to take the London game. 
Atlanta minus three. Yeah. All right. Give me a reason to wake up at 630 you guys in the morning. put Baltimore in there or no? No. Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. I, oh, I like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We'll just make sure to blame you. And again, if none of these big no, like hits, make City sure you, uh make sure you tweet at Joe. City revenge. No, I'm kidding. I, I actively avoid betting on games with two bad teams, especially when they're playing in a different country. Yeah. London is <laughs> just like. Like that Washington Atlanta game last week was incredible to watch. Yeah, I was so thankful I didn't have any side or any sort of money. In <laughs> no, I, I picked Atlanta, and then that JD McKissick. I was just like, oh my god, I'm so thankful I didn't actually bet on it because to lose that game where they were kind of controlling it the entire time with that awesome play, and also I've been a huge JD McKissick advocate, so I would have been really torn had I actually. Sean, that's down why you tease. Yeah, throw him in the tease. Would have been fine. Plus eight cash, baby. Let's yes, go. Exactly. All right. Thank you, everyone, for checking out the podcast. Make sure you drop a nice rating review on Apple Podcasts. Big thanks to Joe Fan for coming out, hanging out in his studio, where Bet to Win, uh, you guys can catch that. Make sure you subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts. Give Joe a follow on Twitter, at Joe underscore F-A-N-N. Awesome. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for having us in your home here. And, uh, and yeah. Appreciate it, man. No, this is a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys having me. Good to talk ball. Uh, hopefully, we all win. I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm putting money on that that three team oh, I, underdog I'm, teaser. I'm gonna walk or not over underdog to, teaser that three dog. I, three I'm team gonna hit the ATM. Walk under, over to the parlay. walk over to the, the win Let's bet. Cash that uh, <laughs> cashier right there. What Don't was even, it? Bills, Bengals, uh, San Francisco money and line. Niners. Let's go, Love baby. It. That is gonna cash, and we're gonna be all millionaires. All right, Kramer, let's do it. Let's wrap up the show, of course. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Muddy Green, and he is Ryan. Just to freshen up, Russell Wilson, 22 to 1, Will Disley, 28 to 1, Tyler Higby, 16 to 1, and Maddie Stafford, 40 to 1, first touchdown on Thursday Night Football. Kramer, let it ride.